Welcome to a new podcast on the subject of immigration in the United States. It's called Immigrant Song, and it's hosted by me, Robert Stribley. In each episode, we'll discuss a specific and timely topic on the subject of immigration. You'll hear facts and figures, but also interviews with people who are experts or who've been affected by our immigration laws. The topic of our first episode, There is No Illegal Immigration Crisis, a fact-based review of the myths about undocumented immigrants in the United States. Unless you've been living under a rock for the last two or three years, you know that Donald Trump built much of his candidacy for the presidency and his resulting presidency upon the idea that we're threatened by an immigration crisis. Therefore, he claims we need to, quote, build a great, great wall on our southern border to keep illegal immigrants out of the country. And he originally said we need to deport over 11 million undocumented people as well. But there is no such crisis. Not only is there no illegal immigrant crisis, but the data to prove this is particularly easy to find, if you bother to look for it. Let's review some common myths about illegal immigration then, and see what the facts are, backed by data. People are pouring across our borders unabated. That's a direct quote by Donald Trump. It's also completely false. Illegal immigration has actually been trending downward for years now. In fact, not only is it in decline, but the number of undocumented people living in the United States is at its lowest point since 2003. The number of illegal immigrants here has fallen every year since 2008. And according to the most recent Pew Research Center estimates, the number of undocumented immigrants from Mexico specifically continues to decline. Yes, there may be about 10.7 million illegal immigrants in the United States as of 2016, but in 2007 there were 12.2 million. So there's no invasion, there's no crisis. Illegal immigration is demonstrably in decline, but you'd never guess this listening to Donald Trump. It's worth highlighting, too, then, that we don't have hordes or swarms of illegal immigrants crowding our borders, either. Historically, people have used such terms because they trigger images of cockroaches and other insects, a sadly effective trick of language deployed to dehumanize other human beings. In the 1800s, for example, critics of Jewish immigrants spoke of unassimilable immigrant hordes, and in 1912, the Protestant pastor A.E. Pattern wrote the following. For a real American to visit Alice Island and there look upon the Jewish hordes, ignorant of all patriotism, filthy, vermin-infested, stealthy and furtive in manner, too lazy to enter into real labor, too cowardly to face frontier life, too lazy to work as every American farmer has to work, too filthy to adopt ideals of cleanliness from the start, too bigoted to surrender any racial traditions or to absorb any true Americanisms, for a real American to see those items of filth, greedy, never patriotic stream flowing in to pollute all that has made America as good as she is, is to awaken in his thoughtful mind desires to check and lessen this source of pollution. End quote. Pretty frightening stuff, isn't it? 
And when you hear people refer to immigrants as hordes or swarms, that's the sort of virulent prejudice they're tapping into. We'll explore this issue of language and immigration in much more detail in a future episode. Public reports routinely state great amounts of crime are being committed by illegal immigrants. That's another direct quote from Donald Trump. But it's this following speech on the topic that has perhaps become his most notorious. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're not sending you. They're not sending you. They're sending people that have lots of problems, and they're bringing those problems with us. They're bringing drugs. They're bringing crime. They're rapists. And some, I assume, are good people. If that was Trump's best-known foray into xenophobia, he has, of course, made statements like this repeatedly, distinguishing himself from any president in recent history, Republican or Democrat. Furthermore, one of the most appalling aspects of the Republican convention was the way its planners used the grieving families of murder victims to repeatedly generalize that undocumented immigrants are murderous criminals. This sort of conflation of immigrant and violent crime is as old as immigration itself. You can find magazines from the 1800s even vilifying Irish immigrants as criminals and terrorists, for example. The truth? Immigrants, regardless of their nationality or their legal status, are less likely than the native U.S. population to commit violent crimes or to find themselves in jail. Furthermore, a 2007 study by the American Immigration Council shows that for every single ethnic group, incarceration rates among young men are the lowest amongst immigrants. Even more specifically, a 2015 study by the Council shows that when researchers separate undocumented immigrants out from documented workers, they found that undocumented immigrants specifically were less likely to commit violent crimes than their native-born neighbors. In fact, the Council concluded, unauthorized immigrants in particular have even more reason to not run afoul of the law given their risk of deportation that their lack of legal status entails. But the terminological sleight of hand inherent in the government's definition of criminal alien perpetuates and exacerbates the fallacy of a link between immigration and crime. It's also important to note that even if the rate of violent crime amongst undocumented immigrants is higher in some locations, that doesn't disprove the data showing the rate is lower overall. In fact, articles on some right-wing websites such as Breitbart have radically exaggerated these crime rates in some larger cities. If you search for the article by Tom Tancredo I'm referring to, which has repeatedly gone viral, you'll also note that Breitbart has never corrected the clearly inaccurate misinformation they've published. I'm sure that's not accidental. So that conflation of undocumented immigrants equals violent criminals that we saw at the GOP convention and that Trump doles out every day was myth-making of the highest order. Non-factual propaganda devised purely to generate fear amongst American voters. We'll cover this issue too in much more detail in a future episode. 
We should also touch on the myth that we're not deporting enough undocumented immigrants. In fact, the number of deportations of undocumented immigrants grew significantly under President Obama. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, aka ICE, data shows actually that more people had been deported each year under Obama than under any previous president. For example, DHS reported 438,421 people deported in 2013. The previous record was 358,886 within the fiscal year of George W. Bush's last year in office. Obama did issue an executive order to slow these deportations, but it was suspended by U.S. District Judge Andrew Hannon. Immigrants are stealing our jobs. One of the most egregious arguments used to vilify undocumented immigrants is that they're stealing jobs from American citizens. There are two problems with this argument. First, it ignores that there are two operators in the equation, the immigrant laborer and the business hiring him or her. In other words, it takes two to tango. American farms and businesses knowingly hire these laborers. In fact, they go out of their way to do so. Plainly, U.S. businesses are enticing immigrants to come here without documentation because they're offering them employment. But you won't hear Donald Trump nor those railing the loudest against illegal immigration ever mention the business side of this equation. Secondly, though economists may vary in their evaluation of the impact of immigrants on the job market and upon wages, economists on both sides of the political divide have typically concluded that immigrant labor benefits the economy and does not take jobs from U.S. citizens or native workers. Instead, they do very different jobs. You'll sometimes hear proponents of immigrant labor maybe a little blithely put it this way, they do jobs Americans just don't want to do. Additionally, economists argue, immigrants are taking a growing number of jobs as native workers move on to higher skilled jobs. The Bureau of Labor Statistics shows that 4.6 million such jobs, which don't require a college degree, may be added to the market by 2022. An additional 4.2 million jobs are projected, which don't require a high school diploma. These include personal care and home health aid jobs. The topic of immigrants supposedly taking American jobs and benefits certainly deserves a lot more attention, so we'll cover that in an upcoming episode as well. Finally, let's take a moment to address the myth that terrorists have been sneaking across the United States-Mexico border. A number of pundits have claimed that ISIS terrorists have been sneaking across the border by the dozens or that ISIS is present in Mexico. Trump has certainly suggested that terrorists could be sneaking into the country too. And DHS Secretary Kirsten Nielsen recently tapped into this fear, claiming that three to 4,000 terrorist suspects had been stopped at the U.S.-Mexico border. That claim proves so grossly inaccurate that even anti-immigrant groups like the Center for Immigration Studies had to debunk it. Given the opportunity to make this claim in his primetime address a few days later, even Trump had to avoid it himself. So it's important to highlight that there are no cases of terrorists being caught at our southern border. Zero. Who confirms that? The Justice Department. Additionally, 
PolitiFact has repeatedly rated these claims about ISIS sneaking across the border anywhere from false to mostly false to pants on fire. It's worth noting, too, that this fear is typically raised about the Mexican border and not about the Canadian one. One doesn't have to ponder too long to conclude why this fear is typically directed towards the South, but not the North. These myths are some of the most popular ones, and they're pretty easily dismissed. Yet Trump and many other political figures who should know better continue to repeat them. The evidence against them is so easily discovered that you have to wonder, is Trump willfully ignorant on this issue? Or is he simply, repeatedly lying about it? You also have to ask why the media and the Democrats haven't confronted him with these facts every time he repeats the same myths over and over and over again. One final thing to consider about illegal immigration in the United States, it's really a relatively recent phenomenon, at least where our southern border is concerned. How's that? Well, until 1965, we were admitting 50,000 Mexicans into the United States every year. These migrant workers were even given a tax ID code at the same time, much like a social security number. That year, however, Congress scrapped the existing visa system, with the good intention of limiting discrimination against Asians and Africans, and they limited all countries to 20,000 visas per year. So although we share 2,000 miles of border with Mexico, and they have a population of some 130 million, and they are our second largest trading partner, Mexico gets the same number of visas as the most remote countries on the planet. We created this problem, and we haven't done enough yet to alleviate it. And in 2019, unfortunately, some of people's most deep-seated resentments and firmly held prejudices are preventing us from making any progress on the issue. And Donald Trump? He's not helping. You'll find a link to the original essay this episode was based upon in the episode description, as well as links to other well-researched articles. If you like what you heard in this episode, feel free to support the podcast on Patreon. Your support will help make this a better project, whether it means purchasing better equipment to record the facts, or traveling to hunt them down in person. For more information, visit patreon.com forward slash immigrant song. You can also follow this project on Twitter or on Facebook. Just search for Immigrant Song. Our opening music is Mexico City Blues 2 by Los Negretes. Our closing music is A Meditation on Flight by Alpen. This has been Robert Stribley. Thanks for listening. <laughs>